Welcome back to the Conspiracy Outpost. This week we are talking about Lesane Parish Crooks, or as you probably know him, Tupac Shakur. Is he alive? Uh, did he indeed die that night in the drive-by shooting? Or is he a zombie roaming the earth, waiting to tell people about the changes he has in store? Well, let's figure it out. I'm your host, Casey. I'm Mike. I'm Matt. I'm the jaw tight Joe. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did you say jaw tight Joe? <laughs> jaw tight Joe? I couldn't think of anything. Jaw dropping Joe? Jaw dropping Joe. As we know, his we already we already went through his birth name, but I guess he was he was renamed Tupac Amaru Shakur, if that's how you say his middle name. And uh, I guess he was named after Tupac Amaru II, the descendant of the last Incan ruler who was executed in Peru in 1781 after his failed revolt against the Spanish rule. See, and, I did uh, not know that. That's fucking awesome. So his mom, uh, his mom renamed him and she said, I wanted him to have a name of revolutionary indigenous people in the world. I wanted him to know he was part of a world court, uh, culture and not just from the neighborhood. So that's why she renamed him that. That's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, he was born, uh, June 16th, 1971 died September 13th, 1996 question mark <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's uh that's up for interpretation uh he sold more than 75 million records worldwide and both his parents were black panther party members i knew uh, that yes I, and i actually have notes on the panthers too so to, uh, i want to get into their parents <laughs> two of his uh albums all eyes on me and his greatest hits ones went diamond that, oh, that, nice. that's another fun oh did they <laughs> yeah they went diamond um, oh shit I didn't know that is that above platinum I don't yeah, I know that's if that's I think above. diamond's like the best I think I think the it, diamond if we're talking about like dog. apex legends or like Warzone, <laughs> I there's there's gold platinum diamond and then top 500 right yeah whatever the fucking thing was it, it put him <laughs> like the, the greatest songs and like history of music pretty much oh, he was ahead of his time yeah. for sure well yeah, they said they said tupac sure. is one of the most influential rappers oh yeah of all I mean, time really the man was a, a rapper a poet an actor an activist a fucking visionary like most people haven't seen like his music he's a very smart man for sure yeah oh yeah he he discussed social issues about like like he discussed social issues in inner cities and like he was a symbol of activism against inequality like mm-hmm. the shit that he, yeah. I mean, his music told like real stories about things. The man's like it a. To- born- it told about the the actual social injustices that were happening to the young, well, not just the young, just the black community, really. And yeah. the uh, what's it called? Uh, that's why that's why he got a lot of backlash too, is because he was saying all this shit's happening. And they're like, oh no no no, no, it's not. That's not what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, his. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a family history with Black Panthers and everything. So, like Casey was saying, like so he comes from a background with like a background where he's he's seen and heard about all the injustice, not just living them, but knowing the history yeah. behind them. His mom was convicted of um, 
Casey, I don't know if you wrote that down because I can't think of it on top of my head. She uh, she wasn't convicted, but a month before convicted. I got she it right here. Yeah, yeah, not convicted. She was acquitted of them, but she was accused of how many crimes? Yeah, whatever. so here, I'll, I'll tell you. I got the whole little note right here. So a month before Tupac was born, his mother was tried in New York as part of the Panther 21 trial, and uh, she was acquitted over 150 charges. And Gee, then holy and shit! They try to get her with every. They probably try to get her with every charge imaginable. Well, the, yeah. the Panther Twenty One trial was a group of twenty-one Black Panther members who were arrested and accused of a planned coordinated bombing and long-range rifle attacks on two police stations, an education office in New York in nineteen sixty-nine, who uh, who were all acquitted by jury in May nineteen seventy-one after revelations during the trial that police infiltrators played a key role in organizing roles. Or key roles and organizing roles. So they're the ones who set it all up. Now tell them about a stepdad. Now tell them about the stepdad. (laughs) The stepdad. Oh, I didn't I didn't really get anything about Uh, the stepdad. I got his godfather and his uh, godmother. His stepdad got some charges too about a a robbery or something. I can't remember. I would have to look look at it. Um And uh, well, his godfather, uh, Elmer Pratt, he was a high ranking Black Panther member. He was convicted of murdering a school teacher during a 1968 robbery. And after he spent 27 years in prison, his conviction was overturned due to the prosec- uh, prosecution concealing evidence that proved his innocence. What the That's fuck? Crazy. His godmother, uh, Assista like, Shaker. 27 fucking years? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, fuck, bad. man. <laughs> Okay, his yeah, stepfather. Prosecutors step are a bunch of fucking assholes. Care more about their win than what's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had the evidence that proved his innocence. Like, what the fuck? Uh, Matulu Shakur, who was a stepdad, spent four years among the FBI's top ten most wanted fugitives. Uh, he was apprehended in 1986 and was convicted for a, a 1981 robbery of a Brinks armored truck. Oh During shit! Police officers and a guard were killed. So that—that's what it was. It was something fucking. He went like crazy. full fucking like Grand Theft Auto on him. Yeah. So this, this one, uh, his godmother, Assista Shakur, she's a former member of the Black Liberation Army. She was convicted of first degree murder of a New York, uh, New Jersey, sorry, state trooper, and is still wanted by the FBI. What? That's what I said. That's, 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 that's going to make she just, sense like, to me. How did she out, she got out of the country? Yeah, I guess so. But she, they said they convicted her of first degree. Oh. So I don't know if she escaped or like I didn't go into it. But I, I mean, was like, if, if she possibly made bail, then dipped out. Yeah, but I doubt they, they would let someone get bail off of killing a police officer, though. Yeah. Especially uh, back Tupac, in the day, Tupac, too. Oh well, no, Tupac shot two unarmed, um, two unarmed uh, or unarmed off-duty cops. And then uh, got off on bail of I forget how much, but uh, actually we we missed that. It wasn't know. even that much actually. The, yeah, it wasn't. It was I, um, I think it was just like fucking just like 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 a something 50, like a twenty five thousand dollar bail yeah, or something like that. Like it wasn't a lot. Even, huh? That was a, that's, that's a, a lot then. Oh, back, back then, then yeah, back then it was a lot. It might not even been that the, much. Let me check. We missed. I, I have it in my notes somewhere. I mean, it's crucial to me. He only had a music career of five years. And he got like that. But yeah. look at how much That's music insane. he put out. Yeah, he put like, up he a was, lot of music. Like he was, he was. 
Initial was he memorized. Did a pri- he it? did a prison uh, a prison sentence during then too, so he wasn't you know yeah. writing the whole. I mean, I'm sure he wrote. In- oh yeah, he wrote, was a- yeah. He wrote a lot. He uh, actually, this is a true story too. I think he said it in a documentary a long time ago, so I, I don't remember the details of it. But a white supremacist guy came up to him in jail and said, "My daughter's a fan. Can I get your autograph?" And he knew <laughs> then, he knew then that he was making a difference. Because a racist piece of shit. <laughs> well, like in, in prison, you might come yeah. across like people who are part of the Aryan Brotherhood but are not racist. They're just there to be protected. Yeah, I guess that's. I mean, true. I mean, they've I've seen that shit in movies. So yeah, <laughs> it, I, it is true. My my dad, my dad, uh, when he was in prison, he did say a lot of uh, the new younger white guys they would always end up with the with the Aryans because uh, they'll protect them. Somebody told us once when we were kids that if you went to jail, if you're white, hang out with someone that wasn't white, the Aryan Brotherhood would beat your ass. So it's like you're either with them or they're gonna beat your ass for being a friend. Yeah. The same but, team, same team. What I was gonna say is that so his bail Tupac's bail was twenty five thousand dollars, but I doubt that he had to pay that whole thing. I'm sure he only had to pay whatever it's like ten percent of it or yeah, whatever it's, it's it is, 10%. you know. Hey, yeah. if, so if you're, so, if you're, so whatever ten percent of twenty five thousand is, that's what he had to pay, which is honestly not even going to be that much, especially if you have a three thousand five hundred dollars, twenty five hundred. You oh. get rid of a zero. Okay, I'm not, I'm not good, I'm not good at what, the mic off the yeah. top of my head hey, like that. You guys, <laughs> you guys, I just thought of a joke. Um, what team? I always are you, Google the tip. If you're a, if, of things. if you're a white guy in uh, jail, what team are you on in flag football? The skins. <laughs> 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 I so thought funny. that was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like a gay joke or something, like bending over or something. That's well, there's definitely gay shit going on there too. But I was trying to take the high road. <laughs> Dude, you know what that joke kind of reminds me of? You guys remember in fucking Dave Chappelle, Charlie Murphy playing basketball against Prince? Oh yeah, you'll be the shirts, you'll be the blouses. And then he fucking wins, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because he's doing that wine thing. He's like. You can tell he got upset or whatever. He's going, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah, when he wins, he's like, game blouses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that like, yeah. I was like, love Chappelle funny. show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That was the best um, back in the day. But yeah, so he, um, so due to his, his mom, um, love that intro. <laughs> did, uh, she found it like, uh, so she was having a difficult time finding work. And she had a, like a drug addi- addiction. So in 1984, they moved from New York to Baltimore. And, Baltimore. Uh, yeah. So they bounced from <laughs> yep, Baltimore. There's, there's some details <laughs> in there too. Okay. So he, he went to a Baltimore school for the arts in the 10th grade. He studied acting, poetry, jazz, and ballet. He was even, uh, he even performed a Shakespeare play. Uh, depicting timeless themes now seen in um, gang warfare, he would recall. He was hmm. also the Mouse King and the Nutcracker. Okay, so yeah. Um, Dude, that's pretty fucking cool, man. Are we going to yeah, bring up Will Smith's wife, too? Yeah, we can go ahead if, if you want to hop yeah. on. And I, I was trying to fast. I just thought that I didn't was have anything important. about her. I just wanted to say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. He. he friend God, Dude, I'm pretty sure. Very, if he, I recall. Casey, correct, watch out behind you. It's Will Smith. They were friends. They were friends at the school. I just thought it was important to bring up the fact that he actually had a little bit of an upbringing in the arts. So did Dave Chappelle. Oh yeah. That's yeah. If I, if I recall cool. correctly, correctly, even after uh, 
Jada Pinkett got with Will Smith like early on. There was an interview where she still said that Tupac's still the love of her life. Her heart still belongs to Tupac or yeah. some shit like that. That's yeah. what, something like that. Yeah. I think she said that more recently too. Like I yeah, think which, she like she's like, Will oh, she never Smith, got man. To... I know. Fuck dude, that guy. You'll never fuck me as hard as Tupac. <laughs> Basically. Sorry. Oh, you, you think your dick is big, Will? Just ain't Tupac's cock. <laughs> you sure can't compare. Shakur. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine that? If they get into a fight and she just brings up, it's like, not only are you a worse rapper, you're worse at this, 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 this. No, no, like, no, no. They get in a fight and them. he knows. He knows that what she said, he, he'll he remember for the rest of his life. So when they get in a fight, he'll say all kinds of shit. She just starts fucking quoting Tupac. She just start reciting his lyrics. And just random songs. And she, he's just pissed. <laughs> she just walks away. California love. Ooh, and she just walked yeah. to the other room. <laughs> and, then to, and then Will Smith is sad uh, with one tear rolling down his eye. He looks in the mirror, lifts his shirt up, and across, instead of Thug Life, it says Wild Wild West. <laughs> <laughs> so another important thing. Um, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah. His, <laughs> it, um, his po- he took poetry classes Um Layla Steinberg. That explains why his his like raps yeah. and shit are so fucking. And good. they're they're very like poetic sounding. Uh, well, they so a lot of people getting... attribute as Tupac as a philosopher, like he a philosopher yeah. rapper. He read yeah, what, what really, it? He's a very smart man. Was it just Cal, Cal? Cal? What is it? Gibran? Uh, Khalil Gibran. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gibran. I don't know how what? you say that. pronounce it. He was he's he was a, really big into that guy. He was really yeah um yeah he was a, uh, he was a, a poet wasn't he. Was he he's, a poet, he's a poet. He's a philo, he's a um, philosopher, philosopher and a poet. Oh, um, uh, yeah, see, I never he, heard of him. He before. has a lot of things. I actually quoted one of his things about family on a, a gift that I gave to Anna with the picture of her family. And when she first got it, she was like, "Is this uh, something they got the name wrong?" And I was like, "No, no, this is a quote from him. I only felt it was appropriate to put his name at the end of it because it is a quote by the guy." <laughs> but she thought they put the wrong family's name on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, it's only appropriate to like to yeah. put the person who wrote it on there. Hashtag giving credits. Uh, they seem to give credit us where credit families. <laughs> I think they switched it up. <laughs> they got the names wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, so um, with the poetry class he attended, Layla Steinberg was the the teacher for that. She became his like manager, and she organized a concert for uh him and his rap group, Strictly Dope. That's and, a cool uh, name. They were yeah. Well, his name at the time was MC New York, which is hilarious to me because the West Coast East yeah. Coast. So <laughs> yeah, um, that's not as cool of a name. She um. <laughs> She MC New York. I bet you there's a fuck ton of MC New Yorks running yeah, around no. back in the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she helped him. I'm get MC Hollywood. By, uh, by Alt- <laughs> Ultron Gregory, who is the uh, manager of the group Digital Underground. He ended up uh, being placed by him in 1990. Um, he placed him with the underground as a roadie and backup dancer. So he was a backup dancer for a while. <laughs> Four digital underground. He had a lot of. He did a lot of stuff. He did yeah, music, he was super talented. Acting. He was in the arts like crazy. Disappears, fucking magician. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's, I know. It's crazy. He has a lot on his resume. <laughs> yeah, he was just super talented. I wish so I had ways. that kind of resume. 
And of all, out of all this like shit that he was really good at, he was like, fuck, dude, I'm going to try the music. I'm going to do music. I'm just going to fucking go into this. And then fucking just blew up. Mm. It's, well, it's like, like music, kinda, that music was kind allows of a, you to express yourself in, a, in, a, in an amazing way that you can yeah. do in po- you can do in poetry, but to do it to music, you could also set a tone with musical themes, which is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Dude, and it was cool because it was like he created this character, like um, like his artist, like or him as an artist created like this. I mean, yeah, it was, it was just cool. It was just really cool what he did with it. Yeah, so I mean, fast forward to Apocalypse Now was his debut album. Strictly for my can't say the word mm-hmm. was released in um, uh, nineteen ninety three. Oh, Kendrick Lamar said it's okay. <laughs> He'll bring you on stage. So strictly for my can't say the word was the second album that was released February nineteen ninety three. In late nineteen ninety three, he started the group Thug Life. So I mean that yeah, that was his uh, group. There, fast forward again. Um, also in nineteen ninety three, while visiting Los Angeles, he met Notorious B.I.G. Or well, Notorious B.I.G. asked a local drug dealer to introduce him to him, and they quickly became friends. That's their first like run in. They did stuff. <laughs> um, Shakur's third album was Me Against the World, and uh, in nineteen ninety five, well, uh, nineteen ninety five, All Eyes on Me. I'm I'm just scrambling these now. Fourth album, All Eyes on Me, arrived on February thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. So then we we got um after his uh. Alleged death, his fifth and final solo album was already finished. The Don Illuminati, the Seven Day Theory, under the stage he this was under the stage name Machiavelli. It was reco- recorded in one week in August 1996 and released that year. So then there's some um, posthumous albums. Are You Still Down, 1997, Greatest Hits, 1998, which is one that went diamond. Still I Rise, 1999, Until the End of Time, 2001, Better of Days, 2002, Loyal to the Game, 2004, and Pox Life, 2006. Pox I was trying to speed Life. through, I was just trying to speed through the fucking albums, but then I was Were fucking- some of those later albums just like singles that they found, or were they full albums? I think like greatest hits were fucking things that he had. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't listened to every Tupac album. I assume they took verses from things, but I could be wrong. Well, um, it's like I know, I know that was uh, like some rock and metal musicians that have died and they released stuff afterwards, like the band stuff after the band broke up. It would be uh, like singles that they just found. Like demo tapes or something like oh, dude, that. Oh, dude, Lincoln Park's about to release the new uh, album or new song. Sorry, it's stuff that they just found like in the vault, yeah. so to speak, and so they would just clean it up a little bit, put a fucking ma- master it, and then fucking put it out as a single, just random ass song. So I was wondering if some of those were that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'm not even fucking fully convinced that. Um, I'm well, not that Pox Life album, they were that all... one came out after he was obviously dead yeah um, was that a full album though or just one song yeah no that was a full album oh damn so maybe he just had a bunch of stuff recorded that but, uh, was, was, how like, do you say B-side, his name Shug, you know? Shug Knight is that how you say it? Shug yeah, yeah. Shug Knight. Or, Shug, Shug yeah Knight so, Shug, Shug. so so Shug Knight he uh 
he actually had until like a little bit ago, like not, oh, I don't know how long ago, but it was like more like not more on the recent side than the later side, you know? But uh, he had a bunch of Tupac songs, like hundreds of his songs locked up and uh, he, oh, he had all the, go. he had all the rights for them. Yeah. So I don't know. If he, so I don't know if any of you guys ever heard. Uh, so Michael he just Jackson. had to master them and put them out. Yeah, if he wanted to, he didn't have to. Like he can keep hang on to those as long as he wanted to, and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna release this this year," and then it'd probably fucking blow up because everyone's like, "Oh shit, a new Pac song out." Yeah. But now he's in prison, so I mean, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, because well, his fucking his ass, and he doesn't have the rights to him anymore either. So thanks for doing that, doesn't he? Snoop, I think his mom does. Doesn't his mom have all the rights now? Yeah, somebody. Well, I, well Snoop bought Death Row, and he, I think he bought a lot of the rights to a lot of the artists. In, in, I'm pretty sure his uh, Pac's mom has the rights to his shit mm. now. How fucked, probably up right. it, how fucked up would it be that... Um, I don't know who does, though. For sure. Because I don't know if you guys well, ever heard... Well, Snoop bought Death Row, so... Some of those Michael Jackson songs that came out after he died... That I only oh, know dude, I was pissed. ...isn't <laughs> actually Michael Jackson. It's a Are you serious? Yeah. yeah um, I, I don't know if you guys... Used to see this one song. Yeah, Monster. All Monster. Yeah, that's yeah, not dude, it actually... Wasn't even, it wasn't even yeah, fucking... It's not actually Michael yeah. Jackson. The singer came Featuring out... Featuring 50? Saying, yeah, that, that they had him go in the booth and sing it. That it's not actually... I don't know if the the actual verses. Did they have like Michael a demo Jackson? by Michael Jackson? Then they had someone come yeah, in that, and mimic them. I don't. I don't know if that was the case. But this guy, I maybe that. Oh, was, dude, he he was sounded was fucking on point. If he you, if you got listen to that song, my thought is possibly they probably had a, a rough recording or a demo recorded, and then they brought in some musicians to fill it out, and then they just mimic needed it. to get someone to mimic the the vocals. Yeah, but the guy came out saying that he did the vocals for it. But it's like, what if they did that with Tupac too? <laughs> like half of these songs are just somebody else doing verses he wrote. I mean, you could find notebooks. I'm not well, saying like, it is. Also, I'm with a lot of this, this is a real. A Tupac lot of this stuff. Song. I mean, this could have been like shit that, he, if, if it's demo tapes that someone comes in and re-record, it could have been stuff that he fucking recorded on a goddamn tape recorder. You know, yeah, true. It could be. Yeah, this is back. It's back when the floppy disks were fucking in their prime, man. <laughs> <laughs> floppy disks. But um, yeah. So Tupac. Okay. Th- so those are some of the albums. I probably bought some of that a little bit. Um, Dude, some some of these younger listeners probably never really even heard cool of a movies. floppy disk. So yeah. So fun, <laughs> like, so some of the the popular movies that popular to me. I mean, everybody. Well, Juice is popular to everybody. Poetic Justice is popular by uh, with everybody. Um, I've never seen it. I've seen oh, Juice. Uh, he's the bad guy. I've never guy. seen any other movie that he was in, though. I was looking at him, and I was like, I don't think I've seen any Well, the of fun these. fact about Poetic Justice um, is, I think it was another documentary I've seen. Uh, they wanted him to get an AIDS test for the sex scene with Janet Jackson, and he refused to do it. It turned to a whole thing because he, like, got upset. Well, yeah, he, he got offended by it. it. I heard, I've yeah. heard about that. Yeah. Which, well, like, yeah. Asked, and this was him saying he asked Janet Jackson for a phone number. And she gave a phone number and he called it. It was a fake number. But yeah, I heard about that Janet Jackson thing, which is one. Yeah, I can see how you get offended. But two, but two, it's like if they're swapping saliva. Um, yeah, what I was trying to say before was uh, another fun fact was that I don't know if it got um, all choppy, but Tupac asked Janet Jackson for a phone number and she gave it to him. And then when he went to call it later, it was a fake number. <laughs> and it was him that said it in the fucking thing. So, I mean, it yeah. actually, yeah, he uh, said it was like... 
yeah. far as that story goes, like one, yes, that'd be kind of insulting. Just you assume I have AIDS is kind of fucked. But yeah, then again, yeah. it's a I professional setting. Yeah. It, well, no, it's a professional it's a setting. It's someone thing. you don't know. It should be a procedural thing to go do that, especially if you're swapping saliva. But if like if there's no kissing involved in the sex scene, it's a movie. There shouldn't be penetration. So I was yeah, gonna say, was he penetrating? Like, I don't like know. How, but how realistic the were they trying to go genet- for this? Like, why, Robin? You know why do you need these tests? I think they were they are making to- out. I think they're afraid that his fucking pre-cum was going to bust or whatever cloth was covering their genitals. So um, this is a fun fact I didn't know either. He was actually supposed to play one of the characters in Menace to Society. But um, oh, shit. He, and he assaulted. Yeah, he assaulted. Um, he assaulted the director on stage. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> nice. uh, he, there was some issues with the fucking script. So even even with all that later on. You Later on, this is just maxim. This is a good script. This is a really good script. This is a script. This is a really good script. My mom ain't raised no bitch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, the director later on even said that be, uh, because he was bigger than the movie, that um, he would outshone like the rest of the actors in it. There was also um, there was another movie too. Oh, Baby Boy, which is actually a really good movie. Tang used to put on Matthew. I don't know if you remember Tyrus Gibson and uh, Snoop Dogg was the bad guy. Um, uh, he was like the asshole guy in it. Well, um, he was supposed to play the role of Tyrese Gibson in it, but I would know that was who he had in mind to play him at first. But um, yeah, uh, fuck, what happened? I don't know. It looks like you forgot oh, something. Yeah, I did. I, I forgot something. <laughs> oh, okay. Now it, it wasn't anything important. The guy, um, he had, um, he had her originally in mind. Oh my God, dude. I can't fucking talk. Ultimately the set design includes a sh- uh, Shakur mural in the protagonist's bedroom. Hey Joe. And it also includes the song. Hail Mary. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus in the land. Okay, so he had him in the he had him for the role in mind, but instead, um, another good another good movie that I don't think I watched the whole thing. Tang used to Tang used to show me scenes of it, but it was gang related. He him and James Belushi were the main characters in it, which I thought it's still crazy to me because they just seem like a weird pairing. Yeah, like Jim Belushi. Yeah, Jim Belushi. Did I say James? Yeah, you said yeah. James. I was, I was gonna say, is that like his brother or something? I, I wasn't. Oh, his, 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 name is his brother's name is John Belushi. Wait, is Jim Belushi, everyone, according to Jim. Yeah. What? His real name's Jim. Well, it's James, but J- Jim is a short version. Oh, of yeah, yeah. According to Jim, James? yeah. According to Jim, yeah. So, yeah, but his brother's John Belushi. His brother died. I thought his brother yeah. was Bill Murray. <laughs> Why the yeah. Murray and there's no such thing as a Blue Blue looks like a fatter yeah, Bill Murray. No, um, but yeah, no, so I just thought that was a weird pairing, but they actually had really good chemistry, I thought. Unless there's mm. issues on set. I don't I've never know. seen it. Um I I don't think I watched the full movie. Tang used to show us all these movies. Sometimes he went and show Tang, Tang would show Tang would be like, hey, you. have you ever seen this movie? And be like, no. And then he would fast forward halfway through and he'd show you, show you some dope ass shit. And then he would just turn it off did. and never tell you the title of the movie. That's what he that's what he actually <laughs> did. That's what he actually did with this movie. So spoiler alert, because I'm gonna pull a <laughs> Tang here. 
they both stab each other in an alley, but they stab each other where there's not organs so they can stay the night in the hospital so they have somewhere to sleep. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they, like, do that. Yeah, they stab each other and, yeah, areas, whatever. I remember, I had, that, I remember I'd rather be like, hey, let's, 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 had to be let's at get the super point, drunk you know, and show up and say we got alcohol poisoning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then we get a free I, IV. I think, yeah. Hangover. I don't know. Maybe at the time... That movie actually was released after um, after Tupac died, so that movie mm. was released wow. after his death. But Man, at the time of filming in big city hospitals, they might not have taken you like that. Like it might have been something like mortally wounded. I don't know. If I, I was, I don't, I don't know. I always felt like if I was in a bad way and I had nothing else to turn to, and I was on the streets or whatever, you know, or you know, whatever situation you may be in, I always like wanted to do like a petty crime that I know you get locked up for at least 30 days, but nothing like crazy, you know, just going to a bank and be like, Hey, I'm going to urinate in the corner and just call the cops on me, please. Ah, uh, uh, dude, I was going to say, yeah. Or just go to, just go to a police station. Then you become a sex offender. Not if if there's go children. To, oh, maybe you're right. Now they'll try to get you for everything. Yeah, depends. I don't know. I like go to you know what I mean. Just do something. If it was just me and a friend, I would go to a bar and get in a fight. James Belushi. Oh yeah, for a minute. That's a good idea. That's a fucking Mike. Look at what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, like Matt, we need a place to do without you. Let's go to the bar, get a picture, then fight. Yeah. And you know, like, like you just like, oh, we're just gonna box for a few minutes, you know, and then yeah. the cops will be called, and you'll be good to go. We'll, 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 we'll just go there on Super Bowl groin, okay? We'll go yeah. there Super, or no, we just go there Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, and we'll just we'll just talk shit. <laughs> yeah, but then then you then you risk some serious injury. Dude, James Belushi played a recurring, but then you get a hospital, a recurring and in jail. Oh, there yeah. you go. James Belushi was a recurring cast member of the TV show Gargoyles. He was the character. Oh, nice! I didn't. Know. He was the only character that they didn't use animation. Like, for. Only our age group. <laughs> <laughs> only our age group appreciates that reference. Yeah, right yeah for fucking so. gargoyles. <laughs> and you know what? I think I think Gargoyles is actually on Paramount <laughs> Plus. <laughs> I think it's a fat one. <laughs> I think, but I know Rocket Power is on there though. Oh, nice. Let, let, let's continue with this Tupac stuff. I got his uh his information on his shooting altercations he was involved in before the shooting of his death. Well, he also got Probably. shot. Are you talking about him shooting other people or being shot? <laughs> no, uh, him being shot. Yeah, okay. or or him shooting other people. Well, it's both. It's both. Well, but uh, well, yeah, I can. I I got him in chronological order. We can do with it. the. So we'll talk about the one in Atlanta first. That what happened in. Oh, I love Atlantis. Atlanta, sir. This happened in 1993 on October 31st. Tupac was arrested for shooting two off-duty police officers, Mark and Scott Whitdale, or Whitwell, sorry. Uh, they were brothers. The The police claim, uh, claim that the shooting occurred when the off-duty police officers and their wives were almost struck by Tupac's car at, that he was in, and they were arguing and then Tupac shot at the brothers in the ass and the abdomen. And uh, <clears throat> there's a, there's a conflicting stories to the, the whole thing. Um, they say that uh, Tupac was a victim to racism and the police were uh, harassing him because he was a black driver yeah. and calling him racial slurs. And then 
That's how they painted it, like in the movie. If you ever seen uh, the the, oh, I haven't. Wa- I actually was gonna movie. watch it, but I, I didn't. I, I didn't watch all it. Eyes on me or something like that. Yeah, but they. Uh, I guess. Uh, Mark. I think Jada Ping and Smith got. He mad at fired them. on them first, and then Tupac yeah. and his entourage fired back in retaliation. But uh, yeah, when I watched the the that like biopic movie, the dramatization of it, not the documentary. I've seen the documentary about Tupac too. Um, in the in the dramatiz- dramatization one, fuck, can't talk. Uh, they painted that situation where they were the cops were fucking with him, and like like he couldn't like they started a fight and then he didn't know they were cops, you know. Yeah, and that's uh. <clears throat> So that's what uh he he ended up getting charged with two counts of aggravated assault. Mark Whitdale was charged with firing firing at Shakur's car and later making false statements to the investigators. Scott Whitdale admitted to possessing a gun he had taken from Henry Henry County Police Evidence Room. Ooh. Prosecutors dropped all charges against both parties. Mark Whitdell resigned from the four seven months after the shooting. Both brothers filed civil suits against Shakur. Mark Whitdell's suit was settled out of court, while Scott Whitdell's $2 million suit was resulted in default judgment entered against the rapper's estate in 1998. That was in Atlanta? Yeah. That was, why, do that you, was the, why do you always hear about like LA and Atlanta police being complete fucking assholes? This is like, and yeah, like that's, racist that's, as fuck. Like it's, it's always it's, it's like I was gonna say, yeah, it's like those two places are literally the most like those are the high profile like racist community cops, I feel like. Yeah. That's where they get the most publicity, I feel. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Or maybe all the other departments well, just that, keep it all hush that, hush. Yeah, you probably hear about it more over there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a there's a, there's not all cops are bad. No, but there's assholes everywhere. Yes, and that's just that's the problem. Like, no matter what profession force, you're in, there's the assholes police force everywhere. Is, a, so is like a breeding like, ground for like people who were bullied in school. Like they the ended up, kind of thing, they yeah. end up being in the police department a lot of the times, and then they just have a, they get their, oh, I'm in charge of you now. I can do whatever the fuck I want. You got to listen to me. Like seriously, like why aren't more cops like us? Like if if we well, became see, cops, we'd be like the most laid back. We'd be like yeah, super but we, troopers. But we probably yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we would so not be younger. Dude, we would when not I was be younger. I did want to be a cop. No, yeah, see that's the yeah, problem. We would not make we our photos. Make our photos. And then yeah. this one time, I was uh, people leave all the time. I would go hang out and like pull over fucking rich assholes at like country clubs. Oh yeah. Well, see this. So, Slow down, brother. Where are you going? So when I was little, I was like, I was like, you know, like you know, most most kids are like, oh, I want to be a cop. But when I was older, I was like, yeah, it'd be kind of cool to be a cop. I was like, because it'd just be fun to mess with people, you know. That's all I yeah, do like is just troopers. mess with people. Like, just hey, yeah, you know, going twenty six out of twenty five, license or registrations, please, and just like, just mess with people. And occasionally, you get somebody yeah. who's you know riding dirty or whatever. But you know, I would never be like, oh. Just because just I was messing with them, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to arrest you now or fucking yeah. take your car. See, I would have a problem if I was a cop because of Super Troopers, because that is one of my favorite movies, and I would do <laughs> shit that was in that. Like, that yeah. would have a problem, you know? <laughs> I, my problem would I wouldn't be able to pay attention. It's like, you know how fast you're going? It's like, no, uh, what? And it's like, you're going to 26 and a 25. 
This is I'll a do 55 and a 54. It's like you were. I was thinking that too. This is a 40. This is a 40 mile uh, mile per hour area. Oh, well, then you're going too slow. <laughs> 26. <laughs> Regents insulting an officer. That's not against the law. Yes, it is. You can't insult me. That's assaulting. It's all assault. You know what I mean? You're you're doing some type of assaulting. You're being salty. That ain't what we're doing here. You get all Why are you doing this? Because I don't like the way you looked at me. So this next one is the 1994 Quad Studio shooting uh, shooting that happened in New York on November 30th. That's the one he thought that Biggie set up, right? Yeah. So James Jimmy Hinchman Rosemond, that's his. Uh, Jimmy Hinchman, I guess, is his uh, fucking nickname or some shit. But uh, he offered Tupac two thousand dollars to stop at Quad Studios to record a verse for Little Sean. And uh, Tupac was unsure if he should go or not, but he needed the money, you know, for his legal fees and shit from, you know, obviously his bullshit that he had to deal with prior to the a year prior to this with the police shooting and stuff. And I'm sure other legal issues that he had going on with his cases and stuff. We're not going to get into all that. But um, so when uh, he he arrived with Stretch and two others and then they were in the lobby and then three men robbed him beat him at gunpoint and then Tupac was shot eventually. Mm. And uh how many how many times? Um like five times or some shit like that? Five or seven? I didn't I actually didn't write down how many times he was shot on that I'm one. Fact or, about that, he well, am I almost, thinking about fifty or he or, got shot. I know one 50. of the times he got shot Oh the he got rapper? shot near his dick. I thought there you were saying he got shot fifty times like <laughs> <laughs> there was a documentary I don't know if it was his dad stepdad whoever it was but he said he went to go see him after that first shooting and it was like everybody's saying they shot me in the dick but they didn't he's like oh, <laughs> and he's like no look and he said uh, he pulled his pants down and showed him they didn't get shot in the dick because it was like near his dick or, yeah. or or that was just a rumor that he got shot in the dick i can't remember <laughs> it was a long time ago it's like oh, i believe you son and it's like he should be asking jada he's like see look <laughs> That's see, daddy. see daddy look my dick's still intact could you imagine getting shot in the dick that would suck oh it would like not not only because it would hurt um, really yeah. bad and probably also like fucking hit your testicle too but like dude that's reconstructive surgery to you for your fucking urethra and healing and then you still have to piss yeah yeah and then you still have yeah, to it, curse the world when they'd you, probably put some tube in your bladder so it would bypass you get that a, while it was healing or some shit when you get sure. a fan, when you get a have to i think i don't know you would I have uh, no idea. then you would I'm curse the lord's name you would curse the lord's name when you got phantom boner syndrome that's just so funny <laughs> don't do that like i was taking a drink when you said that <laughs> all right continue you know, oh, so uh after after the whole thing uh Tupac said that he believed it was a setup. Oh, actually, I should say this first. A few hours after he was done with surgery, he left the hospital against doctor's orders and went to actress's uh, Jasmine Guy's house to recuperate. He said that he believed that it was a setup. And then the next day, he went to the courthouse to receive his jury verdict on his sexual abuse case. And then that's when he posted that $25,000 bond and spent the next few weeks being cared by his mother and a private doctor at Guy's house. <clears throat> and uh, Tupac was under the protection of the Fruit of Islam and the former members of the Black, uh, Black Panther Party while he was recuperating. They had an armed guard for him. I mean, 
that's pretty fucking dope. I'd want yeah, it on my guard. Saying. I would I would want it on my guard if someone just tried to kill me and I was like I recuperating. Looked, I looked up the fruit of Islam and they're like they're like like a legit fucking like group. Like I don't even know how how they even got them to guard Tupac. Like I don't know the connection. I didn't look up the connection, but they're like a fucking like military group well, wasn't kind of he deal. Man, wasn't the man he was Muslim? Was he? I don't I don't know. I, don't, I, I, don't, I have I don't, no idea. Like I'm I just assuming because you. of what you just said. But that's but man had a, the man had a very powerful voice in like the black community and it just spoke yeah. for poor people in general. I mean, it was mainly for the black community, but I mean, he had a strong voice. I mean, that's very threatening. Yeah. So, I mean, people hear him. People want people to kill for a lot less. And then when you, when you are speaking things that are speaking Truth. to people's souls and then other people don't like with the way that you're talking and this is this is still in a down. time this is still in a time where hip-hop hip-hop was hip-hop wasn't fucking taken serious for the, like the longest time hip-hop yeah. was a derogatory term for hip-hop they called them those hip-hoppers it was the derogatory term they made up for rap because they said it was stupid it wasn't real music them hip-hoppers so they took that and they turned it into hip-hop but I mean, it was it was originally meant to be like a shit talking thing, and they turned oh, see, it. I, didn't, I never knew that. Yeah, it's like those hip hoppers. Like it was it was a derogatory thing. It's like they took a word. I never knew where hip hop came from. Like I yeah. knew where rap came from because rhythm and poetry. Yeah, and like MC Master of Ceremonies. Um, yeah, but what he brought up about the having what you brought up about having an influential voice. Both of you were touching on it. Um, it makes me want to uh, probably next season want to do the uh, conspiracy that uh, Martin Luther King was killed by the CIA. That'd be cool. Uh, we should do it in February. It would make sense because it's birthday. Um, but I mean, with somebody with a voice like dangerous, it, it becomes dangerous to people. That, you know, that don't want that specific. Um, oh yeah class of people or whatever they would call it for sure like dude uh, just, they don't just want like, they're changing the narrative and they, they want, want to keep it the way it is. Yeah, yeah just like today man like fucking they don't want black people to be like, heard and they don't right want now is a good time to be a conspiracy be podcast because of all the shit that conspiracy theorists they're like going yeah. 40 and 0 right now man <laughs> but this is also like, uh, this is a time is. where hip-hop hip-hop is getting to the point where it's the most popular fucking music genre oh, at yeah. the time like it's it's hitting top it's been popular for I mean, it was the most yeah. popular for quite a while 80s is it's when it was it, starting to blow up it surpassed rock and rock and like rock and 90s in, 90s in was the, the 2000s <laughs> 90s uh, was an insane time. If you think about the East Coast versus West Coast, it got on a oh, violent yeah. level. Rap beefs got on a violent level. I mean, uh, remember when, when we were doing feel... the 27 Club? Oh, sorry. Remember oh, when we were doing yeah, the 27 no. Club and when we were going through the members, how many rappers died of that m- amount of time? Yeah. By being it's, shot? Oh, it's crazy. So, yeah. um, but like these rap beefs go on a street level with shit. And maybe yeah. they, people got afraid because the West Coast, East Coast thing, it got violent. After the quad studio shootings in 94, an interview that Tupac did in 1995, he accused uh, Sean Combs, Jimmy Hinchman, and Biggie, who were all at quad studios at the time. And he said that they set him up or were, uh, they were privy to the information or robbery or shooting, you know. And then uh, months after the attack, Combs and Biggie released uh, a track called Who Shot Ya? And Tupac took that as a mockery to his shooting. And then 
in retaliation, Tupac then released a track called Hit Him Up. And in that song, he targets Biggie, Sean Combs, the recording label. And he even throws in Moss Deep and Chino XL. And, um, and then in June of 2011, a convicted murderer known by the name of Dexter Isaac issued a confession, uh, confession, uh, confession that he is, that he was one of the gunmen who robbed and shot Tupac at henchman's order. Which is That's the, fun. which was the original guy who, uh, invited Tupac over to go record the verses for seven grand. That's fucked up. Like what the hell, man? Like seriously, if that's true. Well, uh, let me, let me tell you some background about Dexter. A yeah. fucking dick move. On he, the part he of was the dude a, that invited. Pop he was a mad like, scientist. A no, he was ill. Yeah, well, yes. And uh, he had a sister named Dee, Dee but he was also a known liar a, too. So that could have been a murder. A completely false statement yeah. as well. Hey, fun fact, Chris Webby has... He could have just been trying to get some clout or some shit, you know, like, nothing... This is... Chris Webby has an album cover with the Dexter, like, shit, and it's called Webster's Lab... Wait, Webster's Laboratory? I can't fucking remember right now. I don't know, he's dope. He's from Connecticut, too. (laughs) So, uh, this is the, the moment we've all been waiting for. The... Las Vegas drive-by shooting. Here we go. Yeah, this is, this is like not only is there like a lot of theories on who done it, but there's also that he faked his death. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I I just so let, the- let me give you the details as as uh, everybody knows him of his shooting, and then we'll get into all the conspiracies and all the fun shit and his zombie side. You know what I mean? Hey, we had I never heard zombie stuff. We I'm just kidding. I don't have any zombie stuff. I just up. threw that in the front because I'd be like, "That's interesting," you know. That'd be. I needed. I, I needed <laughs> a pillar right there, and I thought zombies was where it was. The fuck, he, man. All right. I, I'll tell you why when I get to the conspiracy, and then I'll, okay. I'll explain why. <laughs> MGM so, Grand Hotel. Is that where you're starting? I've been there. Well, I I took notes on it. If you just want to read about it, you can. Oh no no no! I'm 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 fine. I was just saying that's <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's where that's where, that's where we're that's where we're heading to. On yeah, September seventh, nineteen sixty six. Tupac was ninety six. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> you dumbass. Nineteen sixty six. I went a little dyslexic, and my nine flipped upside down. I don't know, <laughs> dude. Did you guys think that was funny? I had that thing that was nine one nine. I was like, clever oh, yeah. after because it was upside down. Six one six. All right. So, so nineteen ninety six. Sorry about that. Uh, Tupac was in Las Vegas to celebrate his business partner Tracy Robinson's birthday at a boxing match. Against uh, it was uh, Bruce Sheldon and Mike Tyson, and uh, Suge Knight was with him as well. Mm-hmm. And so, after the match, uh, somebody in the lobby, uh, after the match, somebody in the lobby in the group spotted Orlando Baby Lane Anderson. He was alleged. He was an alleged Southside Crip who was accused of trying to snatch a Death Rose Records medallion in the mall, and then a big ass fucking fight ensued and then so Tupac went back to his room with Suge and started and then they went to the nightclub uh club um 662 and uh they were in their uh black BMW 
And then at 11 p.m. on uh, Las Vegas Boulevard, which is where the strip is, vroom, vroom. a uh, bicycle cop spotted the car, or not spotted, well, they, I guess he spotted, but he stopped the car for its loud music and no license plate, which, time out real quick, I didn't even know bike cops could even stop vehicles. I thought that was like a pedestrian also, shit. But is it a bicycle? Yeah, or he was it on a bicycle. That's why it, I rode it. It wasn't a motorcycle. Way. It wasn't no, a no, motorcycle. it was a, okay. a pedal bike. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's why I rode it like that. Just so I. <laughs> they must have seen the lights that. or something. There must have been Who lights. Who doesn't try to outrun a fucking bicycle cop? I know, but <laughs> no, the, fucked up, the fucked up part about this was if they did get arrested or booked that night. Like none of that shit would have went down out there. Oh, yeah. I thought it was fucking crazy. Yeah, so so they were blasting music in the car as you would, you know, driving around in LA. Uh, not LA, Las Vegas. Las Vegas, sorry. <laughs> and uh Las Vegas or LA, you know, if you like. But uh Las Vegas. And but they wait, didn't wait, have wait, any place to the, the the song that was blasting, I, this might not line up with the timeline, but it's like um Cops put the lights on, chase me, <laughs> zigzag into the freeway, race me. <laughs> I, I'm cutting out certain words because I can't say them, <laughs> but it's funny because that that's a that's a that's one of his verses. All right, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess uh Wait, did you say the Flamingo guess, Road part? Because that's that's the funniest road to get stopped at. No, but I got a story about uh, is it Flamingo? It might have been Tropicana. I don't remember, but uh. When I uh okay, so they so they uh got stopped oh, with wait, the wait, no, no license plate. I, I'm music. sorry, I, I jumped ahead to the shooting of the Flamingo Road. My bad. Whoops. Spoilers. God damn it. <laughs> oh, you're good. Sorry. No, uh so they ended up finding the license plates in the trunk or whatever. So the cop that was on the bike released them without a ticket. All good to go. Fifteen minutes later, at a red light. A white four-door Cadillac sedan pulls up next to the passenger side and fired into the car. And Tupac was shot four times. Once in the arm, twice in the thigh. Uh, or not twice in the thigh, sorry. Once in the thigh and twice in the chest. And one of those shots entered his right lung. Dude, that's a and you said that was on, What were you going to say about Flamingo? I, I don't uh, have well, any notes. Before that, I was going to so. say there was another shot fired when he said, fuck you, before getting hit. Um, oh, no, really? It, it, um, oh, Ed, the I thing that you, I seen was um, uh, apparently, like, when the cops showed up and were like, who shot you? He said, fuck you to the cops. No, that's what I'm saying. Another yeah. shot was fired. He's like, fuck you. It's like, oh shit, shots fired. Yeah. No, okay. Um, yeah, there you go. That's what I was trying to say. But uh, no, um, it was saying, um, when he was driving with Suge Knight, the the car pulled up, uh, pulled up alongside them at a stoplight on Flamingo Road and opened fire. It was saying the road was Flamingo Road. At least that's what um. I, so I, because I Las Vegas Boulevard goes this way, so Flamingo would be like a cross street. So it's probably at like a a crossroad. Ah, oh, so you have all the streets memorized because you used to live there. I don't not memorized. I I know some of the main ones, you know. But yeah, I did used to live there. Yeah, but uh, humble brag. <laughs> humble brag. No, uh, I don't know all the roads. So, no, the main ones. Hashtag humble brag. <laughs> now I was gonna say. Okay, so this is what I was gonna say about it was either Flamingo or Tropicana. I don't. I don't remember. But I feel. I feel like it was Flamingo. There might not very, have been either of those. But regardless of the street name, there's this bar 
that's in Vegas. And it's in like a weird spot. It's like a, there's like a sex shop right next door. And then there's the bar, but the bar, like there's the front of the building, but you can't get into the bar in the front. You got to go around to the back alley and come in through the back door. And then it's a super dark bar only lit up by neon lighting. And, uh, are you telling me the sugar you, out there to get flesh lights? Sugar no, light. I'm what I'm telling you. If you go to this bar, when the, the Las Vegas Knights are playing the hockey team, it's free drinks. Anything you want, as long as the game's on. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, we got, we got fucking ripped that night, man. Let me tell you. Top shelf shit. Anything you did want, you also, man. They just give it to you. Did you also... <laughs> I want to uh, do that. Did you yeah, also uh, uh, fight a Southside Crip in the bar? No, I did not. But Suge... He was hit in the head with some uh some uh bullet fragments and shit. Uh Tupac's uh bodyguard, he wasn't in the car because he was tasked of driving his girlfriend. Uh I don't know how to say her name. It's Kidia Jones. K-I-D-A-D-A. I don't know how to say that. We'll just go with what you said. Kidia. That's a, that's how I, but uh, he was taken to the university medical center of Southern Nevada where he was put on life support. And seven days later, he died at the age of 25 on September 13, 1966 from internal bleeding. And he was pronounced dead at 4.03 PM. His Dude. official cause of, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, just judging by where he got shot, that's a shitty way to die. Cause they assume he uh, drowned to death on his blood. Right. Cause it hit his lungs, yeah. and I don't know if you guys ever well, saw the, the picture. Yeah, of he. The uh, I was get well. No, I don't have anything about the autopsy, but I, I just have the. He was uh what his cause of death was. His official cause of death was respiratory uh, respiratory failure and cardiopulmonary arrest associated with gunshot wounds. Yeah, so he wasn't dead on impact. Like they, uh, no, he they drowned. Yeah, they sedated him. They tried to get him to the hospital. They or they got him to the hospital. They're trying to do whatever. And yeah, he yeah, that's a that's shitty way so to die. Eloquently put it. Um, I was a little hurt. Uh, well, I mean, obviously the death. But when I was younger, I thought that um, I would get a deep ass dope voice like Tupac when I got older, and I still end up getting a voice <laughs> of bitch maids. <laughs> like I was hurt because I was like, this motherfucker's only twenty five, and he sounds more like a man than I have, and I'm fucking thirty one. <laughs> Little hurts. So, uh, this is this is just a rumor. I don't know if this is actually true or not. But uh, two. Well, this Tupac was cremated the next day. But uh, members of the Outlaws recall a line in his song "Black Jesus," and uh, they smoked some of his ashes after after uh, they mixed it in with their their weed. And uh, this is the line. We die clutching to glasses filled with liquor, bomb, plastics, cremated last wishes, word I can't say, smoke my ashes, high sigh, why die wishing, hoping for possibilities, I mob on, why they copping me sloppy. This is another fun fact about outlaws, and I can't... I guess I didn't really need those last two lines, but the first two is what uh, he was... He said, my last wishes, smoke my ashes. Um, I think ah, I was like a teenager. I can't fucking remember, but I'm pretty sure one of the outlaws members cousins killed one of the other outlaws members. 
So there's a little like uh, juicy Game of Thrones like fucking hmm. thing in there. <laughs> oh really? I just can't remember which ones. I I want to say it was um um goddamn what's his name? Whatever Gaddafi. He had the dopest verse in fucking um, Gaddafi. That's all I ever think of. <laughs> um, me too. He had he had play. the best verse to me. Hardcore ass play. Matt, he's the shirtless guy in the video. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh man, why can't I fucking find him? Uh, yeah, there we go. Yaki Gaddafi, Tupac's god brother. His so, name was Yaki Gaddafi. <laughs> Yaki got me all Yaki. What's his fucking name, man? Yaki yeah. Gaddafi. So, on November tenth, nineteen ninety six, he was shot dead in Orange, New Jersey. Police found his body in the hallway of a friend's apartment building. Upon responding to a report of gunfire. He was 19 years old when he died. Um, fellow outlaws rapper Napoleon, whose cousin Rashad Roddy Beal had killed Fula, uh, which is uh, Gaddafi, is Fula, however you say that. Matthew Cyrus Cabinas. 2017. Matthew, you dipping out? Uh, said in a 2017 interview that Beal had called the shooting accidental and turned himself into the police and served seven years in prison. Uh, Fula's mother responded that his death was intentional as Beal had threatened Fula beforehand and claimed that Beal's family had also threatened witnesses. Fula's buried at the Glendale Cemetery, Bloomfield. I read that off of Wikipedia. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, so it's fucked up because one of his own group members in their rap group, his fucking cousin, shot him to death. And I, he was the one and hit him up that I thought had, like, the best verse. All right, so uh, the first conspiracy I got is uh, Michael Nice. He was a Tupac security guard. Um, he claimed to help fake Tupac's death. And uh, he was a part of a Tupac security team before his death. He ended up making headlines when he claimed that he was smuggled into Cuba with the help of Fidel Castro. Days after he was supposed to be, uh, that he was supposed to release the evidence, Michael died, according to reports. But in 2019, <clears throat> he came back after faking his own death in December 18th, 2018. And he said, this is uh, proof that Tupac was alive because he was able to do it, so why couldn't he? I think uh, he said, well, these are quotes. I'm going to put the record straight. I know it's a shock to all people who know uh, know me, I'm, uh, but I'm back. I'm back to explain everything. I confess I faked my own death, and I feel quite ashamed about it, but I had it had to be done, and I'm here now to explain the reasons why. And then he went on and added, I've done it again with myself. It proves that I... He's like, I've done it again with myself and it proves that I got these capabilities. So he was saying, like, I was able to fake my own death and you guys believed it. So if I was able to help Tupac fake his death, why, like, why can't you believe that? You know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's more or less what he's saying. Like, There's actually this was, uh, this was the bodyguard that actually was in the, that was supposed to be on his girlfriend detail. Yeah. So, um, this is, um, uh, you're talking about Michael Nice. Um, yeah. I actually found um, 
Oh man, I can't pronounce this. Um, Try it. Do your best shot. Just if I butcher shit constantly. Ishini Studios or something like that. I found a thing. Ishini. I don't know. It's um. Oh my god. I it's I just wanted to hear the beginning. I I I, you said I N I Studios. So they have a video of Michael Nice talking about everything. It's like a, a twenty minute video, less than twenty minutes. I actually watched it before um, hopping on today. He's sitting there talking for like twenty minutes about the details of it. His brother's the one. Uh, his brother seems to be the one that um, the one that has all the connections and all the stuff. They talk about taking Pac to uh, South Africa. He shows a tattoo that he supposedly got from the Black Panthers on his uh, on his like arm, um, on his bicep, basically, or whatever you call it, right front. God damn it. Here, let me camera some uh, right here on his like uh, front of his bicep in the video. Yeah, yeah. He does that. He says he has proof. There was a video of him. Um, There was a video of the MGM and then uh, walking in the crowd. The people look very 90s like, but I mean, I don't know. People are people. And then there was another one <laughs> on the, the flight to whatever, where he claimed that they switched the bodies. He said it was very poorly done, that the body was too heavy, like he weighed more and he wasn't the same. Oh, as Tupac. Yeah, yeah. So, so they were saying that he, he said it was, that was the next one I was going to talk about. Well, after okay, this, yeah. this so, other thing, but yeah, they said they, it, they well, it ties into that. I don't know if it's like the same thing, but it ties into what I think. Saying. I think it is. But yeah, so Michael and I said that his brother, whatever they, they went somewhere to retrieve a body. They swapped the bodies. Tupac was conscious enough to slip away when the doctor did something. I'm botching. See, I don't, I don't, I don't know about all that though. That's I only yeah, know so about like. I'll tell you. I'll tell in you. This, in this video, supposedly, so uh, is what he's saying that. So they snuck him out in an ambulance. He pretended they got a private jet. He pretended to be the co. Tupac pretended to be the co pilot of it, and then he has more footage where it's the plane that they took. I, I think, yeah, and then um, but the the person that's supposed to be Tupac. It's very shadowy with a backwards hat. It doesn't, you can't make out the figure, but you can see all the empty seats and the guy going through each one. And then in the far off distance, you see a person. It's no different than looking at the Loch Ness things. It's like, or Bigfoot. It's, it's yeah, but what, what, what you said, what you said though, Joseph, ties into uh, this uh, conspiracy that uh, involves uh, Suge Knight. And uh, so this, this is about his cremation. So, Suge claims that he uh, paid three million for Tupac's cremation the day after he died, but the man who was supposed to do the cremation disappeared and has never been heard from again. His social uh, social security number was not registered with the official de- uh, death. Or Tupac's social security number was not registered with the official death index, and the person who did the cremation was uh, listed Pac as being six foot tall. And weighing 210 pounds, even though Tupac's driver's license said that he was 5'10 and weighed 168 pounds. And uh, there was a planned memorial for Tupac, but it was canceled last minute. And uh, the person, uh, like the music CEO of the company, never saw the person who did the cremation again. And a quote from Suge was, the person who supposedly cremated Tupac, this guy got 
about $3 million. Personally, for me, the next thing I know, I never heard from the guy or seen him again. He retired and left. Maybe the question is, Pac's not really dead. Pac's really somewhere else. Yeah, see, that's... Uh, um, that's but then I thought what you were saying about the, you know, the different weight and stuff. And I was like, Oh yeah, that ties into, you know, this like cremation thing that yeah. was a, it's actually a conspiracy that involves Suge Knight too. So maybe it goes deeper to the point that what you're saying, you know what I mean? That's what they were saying that they were, they didn't believe that uh, somebody else they ble- believed were feed was feeding information about Tupac's whereabouts or something like that. And so he couldn't be trusted. So that's why he was apparently uh, well enough to be to get up and get out of that hospital so they could swap bodies after the doctor left, but they couldn't trust one of the other people. They said the agency, something, whatever it was, he didn't give any, it was very vague of who they were trying to get away from. But the whole time I was watching this video, I'm like, why is he giving up all this information? Now the part that really got me was he was saying, the Black Panther people were asking him, well, why would you, because they're the ones that organized the private jet to get to South Africa, where he claims Tupac is right now is in South Africa. And it, um, they were saying, why would you help whatever? And he's like, and I, I told the Black Panther people, like, I, because I am, I'm on the side of justice, like the law and everything, or for what's right, not the law, but what's right. And then he's, he was like, if I, if I wasn't white, I'd be, uh, I'd be one of you. And they, and then he said that they said, you are already one of us. You're like an honorary member. And he said that that's not a thing. And he said, well, it is whatever. And then they, they're like, we're going to give you the mark. And he's like, and I didn't get this tattoo just done. It's real. And he showed this black Panther tattoo on his fucking arm. But that whole part seemed like a, I got a very big white savior feel from it. Uh, yeah. That's the feeling I got where he was like, yeah. And then the black Panther so- said I was one of them. And I was just like, yeah, if I wasn't white, I'd be one of you too. I mean, with his accent. I, my thing, my yeah, my my I, thing. I, I wanted to ask was like, so the cre- cremation guy was in on it, is what they're saying at that one. They're saying that the yeah, because the cremation was or th- that they rushed the cremation. I don't know exactly. The fact is, well, the, the, cremation the guy took really off. Fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's probably took what it was. off or was, uh, was killed. killed. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but there's a. Uh, he was supposedly so, uh, supposed to show. I didn't see the other video, but supposedly had another video showing more proof that um, that he he had more like photos and everything of proof that Tupac's still alive. He said the only reason Michael Nice said the only reason that he is talking about it pretty much is because and I was thinking the whole time why you, why the fuck are you talking about it now blabbing now, and it's apparently because. The FBI sent a thing saying that they or not FBI. The CIA uh, said they they acknowledge like whatever they know that Tupac is alive for sure, and that they know exactly where he's at is South Africa. So they're aware that he's alive. The fact that he, I, I'm assuming the, the moral of the story is the fact that he's still alive. It means that they're no longer whatever who whatever agency was after him is no longer after him, but they are fully aware he's living in South Africa and due to something going on, he can't come back to the U.S. or something, which makes no sense because, you know, the internet. The internet. <laughs> videos. Everything. The internet is fucking whatever. Hobson isn't allowed in um, Australia anymore due to shit that happened with his baby mama, but it doesn't stop him from making a thousand videos about it. 
Like it, it's like, <laughs> dude, it's like this guy's not thinking of modern technology when he's saying all this shit. Like Tupac can't come face to face with America right now. Doesn't make any sense to me. So with uh with Tupac, uh, what you're saying about the sightings, we actually have uh in 2004 a video surfaced showing a uh, Suge Knight joking with a man that looks eerily identical to Tupac, but with no tattoos. And the video was uploaded to YouTube at the time. And then How another funny sighting. Would be if all of his tattoos were fake. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Part of the persona. Thirteen years after his death, a video obtained obtained obtained. I don't know if I'm saying that weird. By Team Z showed a video of Tupac drinking beers in a bar in New Orleans. Some claim that he's in East Africa and has been seen with his friend Yaki Gaddafi the founder of Outlaws Hip Hop Group, and uh, this man claimed to have seen him in Somalia. In 2020, a private investigator claimed that there was proof of Tupac being alive and living in Belize. And then a new photo shows Tupac being in his 40s, posing with a fan in his restaurant. In a, not in his restaurant, but in a restaurant, sorry. Those are just some like random sightings that I that I read about. Just like little quick ones for you guys. But back to the conspiracy side. Well, I mean, I guess those are all conspiracies too, just like random sightings of him. But nothing, nothing that we need to really get into. I mean, unless he was because all these sightings were all in different places. So unless he was hopping from place to place, you know, like, oh, he gets spotted, I gotta move, you know. <laughs> Maybe. But uh his name is, uh, how do you say it? Machiav- Machiavelli. 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 Yeah. Machiavelli. Machiavelli. He was a, he was a dictator and that's why Tupac took the name. There, there was a. Significant- Machiavelli also faked his own death. Oh, or, man. or, or it's, it's talked about like, uh, hold on. He either faked his death or Machiavelli is like a thing that like came back from. Nikio Machiavelli did pretend to fake his death. Yeah. But uh, so a conspiracy about that is because uh, he went by the name Machiavelli. If you switched around uh, the letters around, it says "am alive K." That's what you get if he's. I like okay, yeah, I've seen that one, but I've also seen the one that he did Machiavelli because he was about to fake his death, and that's what Machiavelli did. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I that's this is the one I read about that one. Like that that is alive K. That's. I, I I am whatever the you said. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like there's a K afterwards. It's like yeah, because you're fucking reaching, bitch. Like the other one, where it's like well, Machiavelli faked his death, and then he named his. He, he went. He started going as as that right before he he died. So it's like there you go. Like it was a hint. He's like you know you know what I mean. That one makes more yeah. sense. There's a there's a conspiracy. Well, everybody knows this one, but uh, well, not everybody, I'm sure. But Suge Knight was uh, he was the one who orchestrated the. That's the one I've always heard. That that's the, the killing. The biggest, that's the biggest one, other than the whole Cuba thing. 
Although no link has ever been proven, Shug was also uh, charged with uh, murder after running over two men <laughs> in an argument after the Tupac movie. <laughs> Dude, he did it. He did it. Um, was it the Tupac movie? I thought it was the Straight Out Compton movie. Maybe it was. No, it was the All Eyes on Me. Oh, was it? 2015. Oh, okay. Like, dude. Yeah. Wait, have you ever seen the thing where uh, where I'm pretty sure it was Dr. Dre and Suge Knight? There's a video at the award thing. Dr. Dre picks up a chair and whacks him with it. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Here comes Dr. Dre with the chair. (laughs) Because that was that was Dr. That was Dr. Dre's fucking um that was Dr. Dre's shit. So the there's a well, I just figured out his Suge Nut shit. There's a uh, conspiracy about the FBI did it. Ah, big government. Yep. I yeah, they uh, they believe that FBI uh, the FBI killed Tupac to end violent rap culture, and this would have happened in the middle of the West Coast East Coast hip hop war, and uh, that's what's believed to what killed Biggie as well was the FBI. Went and because they killed I can, off I can see that. and they went yeah. off and killed off yeah, Biggie. I can, I can see that. I was wrong. It wasn't Suge Knight. It was uh, some some guy did it or whatever. And I don't know. There's a whole fight scene thing. I thought it was involved in Suge Knight. I haven't seen this crap in so many fucking years. I can't remember. But yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that is your bad. <laughs> So uh, people say that uh, he left clues in his lyrics. Um, oh yeah, I've heard this about one. his murder. On Richie Rich's "Word I Can't Say" done change, he rapped, "I've been shot and murdered. Can't tell you how it happened, word for word, but best believe that word I can't say is gonna get what they deserve." It's almost like he's been shot before. <laughs> I mean, uh, right? On another song uh, called Life of an Outlaw, he raps all for the streets, fame on how to be managed. I planned shit six months in advance to what we plotted, approved to go on soul. Now I got it. Was that six months before uh, he died? That's but yeah, basically it's supposed to be like a like a. I don't know if that song came out six months before he died, but he's saying like six months in advance. He they already plotted his death mm. or whatever, you know. <clears throat> those are just some uh, some of the yeah, but both of those can be attributed to the fact that someone tried to kill him. Someone plotted to kill him. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, in in a uh, Tupac's later career, I believe that he was getting paranoid. And believe that uh, people you, were trying so, to kill him. If you, wouldn't you, if you got shot and you you thought that one of your good friends did or, orchestrated it? Well, wouldn't yeah. Wouldn't you start to get a little definitely. paranoid? I would. But what he was doing, he was getting paranoid. And he was recording a bunch of music because he was fearful that he was going to die. So he was just doing track after track after track after track, you know, just uh, just to get his music because he he was afraid he was going to die, and ultimately. He either did or didn't. We will discuss that as we get further into these conspiracies on the fucking seven day conspiracy. This one, uh, Tupac's fans have noticed the number seven is a frequent, consistent, 
uh, consistency, sorry, throughout his life. He was shot on the 7th of September. He was at the age of 25. Two plus five is seven. He officially died at 4.03 p.m. Four plus three equals seven. His birthday is June 16th. One plus six is seven. And some people believe that he would return, uh, that he was going to return after seven days. Tupac's The Don Kilamonte, the seven out, uh, seven day theory album, was also released under the name and featured him as Jesus Christ on the cover. Also, that we know if you believe in Jesus, he came back in seven days as well. That is three days. According like, to no, these notes, it's seven days. <laughs> My my family goes to church and I get high. Don't ask me questions about the Bible. <laughs> well, okay, then. but I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool though. With all the like the you know I, he died at I, this time yeah. he was this age all this all these I really uh, just, coincidences. I really just like uh, any kind of theory that involves time or any numbers, and you have to add them or do math to them to make them fit the number scheme, and it's like. Yeah, if you take what this day was, this building was built in 1805. Now, minus 40, plus 36, negative 5. Don't forget that negative 5, let me tell you. And then you're going to get the result of what age this building is. And then you're just staring at them like, the fuck did you just say? The fuck did you say to me, motherfucker? (laughs) No, uh, so I got a, I got a, Couple more for you, unless you guys got some. Nope. Um, no. Nope. Okay. You so. got six minutes. I got fucking as long as I need. Um. So we got Orlando Anderson. He was a um, gang banger. He was supposedly a uh, gang banger. Was the killer. Orlando Anderson, he, uh, Pac was involved in a fist to fist fight with Anderson while walking through the Las Vegas MGM Grand following the Mike Tyson fight. Anderson was later shot to death in Compton very soon after Tupac's death following a gun battle that left two other men dead. So they believe that this guy was, in, uh, this, that's why, that's why I wrote it weird. Um, they uh they believe that uh, Orlando Anderson was the killer of Tupac, and then that's why he was shot like shortly afterwards. <clears throat> yes, sir. They believe that a uh, Snoop a uh, Snoop Dogg had connections within the Crips gang, and uh, believe that he could have put a protection order on Pac's life to stop any potential hits or threats on his life, but he did not. So that's a conspiracy as well. Yeah, seems Dog's like no, he wants to eventually create nah, he wants to eventually create a channel for children on YouTube. I don't know what YouTube is <laughs> yet, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> He's like, nah. <laughs> I have nah, to I wanna first. do I wanna do shit with kids, you know, do math like these are your quarters eighth. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so, so my last, uh, my last conspiracy thing that I have, real quick, 
And then I want to go into one other thing. But, uh, so the last conspiracy that I have, uh, no, uh, this, no, uh, this, this theory claims that he, uh, set up a new life for himself in Scotland and has, uh, been photographed with a list of A-list celebrities over the years. And there's a photo of Tupac and Beyonce posing with each other outside of a nightclub. Huh. That seems pretty, that seems like yeah, that seems likely. <laughs> like if, if he if he was gonna fake his death, it seems like he'd probably still have like some connections, people with money, you know. It's crazy, Scotland of all places, you know. Out, yeah. of, out of all the places that he's been, you know that they've said that he's been bouncing around. All of a sudden, he's just up in Scotland. Yeah, what a curveball! You never expect it. What a place to go! Loves you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking. That would be the last place that anybody would ever look for a celebrity that faked their death. Oh, where'd he go? Didn't go to fucking Scotland. That's goddamn sure. So this other thing before, uh, well, actually, before I get into this, does anybody else have any conspiracies? Because I'm done on the conspiracy end of it uh, myself. No, like, again, I didn't really look up much. Uh, I don't want to like get I, into final thoughts just yet. Um, I just want to, because I was, I want to talk about some other documentary thing real quick. But then, uh, get, then we can I didn't get in. Thoughts. I didn't get any chance to get into conspiracies. I just, I don't know. It's been a busy week. I, I was rolling yeah. off of some things I quickly read, and then stuff I remembered uh, from the past. I mean, one thing I can tell you, uh, if you want a final opinion of who I think was a better lyricist between Tupac and Biggie, uh, I thought it was Biggie. Really? Yeah, I think Biggie. Tupac has a stronger voice. Biggie sounds like an ordinary guy, honestly. It it was his writing that made I think that made him like um it it's what attracted you to the Biggie was his writing. Tupac Tupac was good because he had a message and his voice very powerful. And so when he rapped, like he had a lot of meaning behind his words, but I, I'm speaking on a um like a wordplay level, Biggie, Biggie was um more like Biggie was more complex of a lyricist, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Biggie was saying it had a message that was more important than Tupac's. I also I, feel just, like the production value on Pox was better. Yeah, um, I think Tupac Tupac sounded cleaner. He had a stronger voice. He had a stronger message than Biggie did. Well, but, he also uh, multi-tracked his fucking raps too. Oh yeah, vocals, vocal wise, you know, like it, but I mean, it had the production. Had, he probably had better connections to fucking. Dare I quote? Dare I quote Biggie's song with Ari Ruggman? Um, nah, I'm not gonna do it because it's hella nasty. Do it. Uh, ain't we'll no see. dick like the one I got. Big rip the twat in the basement with weed spots, even vacant lots. Like he just the way that he <laughs> raps, it just fucking bounces, whatever. <laughs> That that's from a, so- a song called "Cunt Renaissance." If no one's ever listened <laughs> to it, uh, Biggie and Ari Ruggiman is actually one of the nastiest fucking songs. But it's like uh, take it. it out the anal, fucking biggest fatal, dangerous. You could see uh, you could see me swing the Jimmy, and when the Henny's in me, I'm fucking green bitches like Kurt. When the cum spurts, I'm out, bitch. You know what I'm about, bitch. Uh, hit him, quit him, forget him, fist fuck him, dump him in the truck and. I don't think we can keep all that because I I don't know how that works when you're reciting lyrics. But but anyways, 
It, it could go on because and on. Because USA like, is by whoever, quoting whoever. <laughs> yeah, by, by Biggie, but I didn't do the Biggie voice. <laughs> yeah. I, ain't no dick like the one I got. Big rip the twat in the base. <laughs> I can't even do a Biggie voice. But no, um, Biggie's delivery, not delivery necessarily. It's it just his wordplay. I think he had better like wordplay with stuff, but also his messages, like that song. That's not a good message to anything. Tupac <laughs> had me more meaning behind his words. So I, I I'm gonna retract what I said before. Um, I, I think that you thought, damn you, thought Biggie, you thought Biggie was the biggest uh, better artist, not the biggest artist, but the better artist, but you thought Tupac <laughs> He was definitely he, bigger. I don't know if he's got big puns. He's a better, a better wordsmith. He's a better wordsmith. He's a better wordsmith, but also the words don't mean okay, example, Eminem. Eminem will vomit words that rhyme, but they have no meaning to him half the time. That's why when people but say Eminem will also do a whole song that just spills off a rhyme after rhyme after rhyme after yeah, that's continuity, a, continuity after continuity. And I feel yeah, like all rappers like the words, do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but it, but it's like the the words don't mean anything if they don't connect to something. Tupac has a better message. Biggie is a better <laughs> lyricist. So they they both have their own points to me. Yeah, I like both of them. So they're they're both good in my book. The uh, they both got their own yeah qualities. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry, dude. I'm no, over, uh, wrestling with myself with these cobras. I'm arm wrestling with my penis, but uh, <laughs> we don't talk about that online. No, uh, you make my day. You so this uh. So this uh, documentary called uh, Tupac Assassination, Conspiracy or Revenge. So uh, this documentary is about the unsolved murder of Tupac, obviously. It's produced by Frank Alexander, one of the bodyguards of Tupac. The film series, the film is a series of interviews by key players and witnesses, Suge Knight, uh, is said to have owed artists over $104 million. Shakur was threatening to take his masters and leave death row after his last album, The Dawn Kilimanti. The uh, Seven Day Theory. It's, it's Kiluminati. Wait, Kiluminati? Kiluminati. Oh, it's that's like a, okay. It's, Kiluminati. It's like Kiluminati. Yeah. Okay, it's gotcha. Like that, Illuminati, but Illuminati. After you said that, now I can, now I'm reading it yeah. right. <laughs> he was really into fucking. Um, I I think Tupac was really into conspiracy shit in general. Honestly, probably he's probably so he created fucking, his own. But yeah, like probably, um, and if you guys didn't notice, player. if you guys didn't notice, um, outlaws because the the Gaddafi name, it was all dictator. It Mac, Machiavelli Gaddafi. It was dictator names. Oh shit! Yeah, that was the whole fucking thing with that. You had um, god damn it. They had their like fucking side names. Remind me of D twelve because in D twelve Eminem and then had Eminem had their like, there were six of them and they all had an alter name. So there's Eminem and Slim Shady. Everybody else had different fucking names, but it was I thought all of them had um. Different fucking names. Uh, yeah, see, one of them, uh, Castro, Hussein Fatal, 
Saddam, oh, well, because Saddam Hussein was the name Napoleon. Napoleon was one of them, and Mussolini. They all had dictator names. That's what um, he had the Machiavelli name. Couldn't remember all of them. I had to look it up real quick. But they all had dictator <clears throat> names. That was the that's, whole point of the outlaws. Well, the namesakes. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that's why Tupac went under Machiavelli in his last ones. But yeah, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. I was just that. Oh, no, you're good. Like, Kaluminati. So, like, he, I don't know. He had clever shit with stuff like that. So his body, hold on a sec. His bodyguards uh, were told to leave their weapons, but they didn't. Oh, there's one bodyguard that didn't, but he was asked to leave or whatever. And because uh, nobody was allowed to have their guns inside a club 662, but because of uh, fears that the authorities would shut down the club, but they were allowed to leave their guns inside their hotel rooms or their cars if they wanted to, because, you know, cops can't really do shit about that unless they fucking hemmed them up, you know. But shortly after the bodyguard left, uh, more left Tupac in the, his Las Vegas hotel. Tupac got in the car by sh- uh, with Suge Knight, which I guess Tupac never did before. And while he was waiting at the light, you know, uh, he was boxed in by Trevor Lane was on the left of him. In the back of him was Frank's car, and to the right was the killer's car. And then, so this documentary has three... Was it three? One, two, three. Yeah, three... Uh, Three uh, parts to it. So it's a Tupac assassination, conspiracy, or revenge. That's the one that I just laid out for you right now. But then there's Tupac assassination two, reckoning, and Tupac assassination three, battle for Compton. I'm sorry, you're saying Did I? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It sounded like it. I might have. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But but regardless, uh, they're, they're all supposed to be directed by the, a bodyguard of Tupac and who's supposed to have inside information and yada yada yada. I just wanted to throw that out there too. Yeah. Is that all? Because if like... We uh, the first movie thought. came out in 2007, second one came out in 2009, and the last one came out in 2017. I just want to throw those years out so you guys have a little reference. Uh, I didn't look up anything, but I already he- had heard a lot about this, and I think I watched one of those documentaries. I know I watched a documentary about... Um, his his killing and his life and stuff like that. I watched several of them years ago. So. Yeah, like yeah, I watched a couple. It's just been a while, but I didn't look up anything. But my understanding is, uh, if he still is alive, he's alive. But that's not really the conspiracy that I believe. Um, even though I wanted to, you know, talk about it, it's just it's an interesting one. Just like Elvis, I don't really believe it. But uh, this one, the the part that I'm just like, yeah, that's probably right. Is uh, that Suge Knight possibly had something to do with it. Like that, oh, yeah. that, that I believe. I believe that. I believe that yeah. more than I believe that he's alive. Like, that because that's, that's just like something that has just become widely established that Suge was a very dangerous and shady oh, person. You know? A fucking psychopath. Yeah. Like that's, that's just something that is kind of common knowledge yeah. now, if you know Smart the psychopath. music a little bit, you know? Mm. <clears throat> but like you brought up the one where it's, it's like Snoop could have gotten him protection. I don't believe that because I'm pretty sure if he, if he thought he was in danger, he would have fucking, if he had any power to do anything, he would have done something because they were friends and Snoop seems like a stand up guy. I don't know how he was. I, I, I don't really know how he was when he was younger. 
you know, he could have been a fucking asshole, but he always seemed pretty laid back other than, you know, being on trial for murder. Oh, he, he 100%. <laughs> Snoop Dogg seemed like he 100% was getting laid all the time. He's like the smoothest. Probably, man. Middle. I don't I don't think Snoop Dogg had like a conniving bone. He got his, his mind on his money. I mean, they his were, money they on were his both mind. coming they were both coming up around the same time, right? I, I, they were friends, dude. Yeah. It's not like he was like, All right, we gotta axe this dude so I get the main fucking whatever, because they, they both brought different things to the table. There's Tupac couldn't do Snoop songs, Snoop couldn't do Tupac songs. Like it's not the same type of style. You bring different shit to the label. They were friends. There's no way that he personally decided hey we ain't gonna give him that protection yeah because one day i'm gonna be doing a music video for tekken and i don't want that to be puck i don't know if you guys yeah, ever heard that song that's why i, I think that it's down. like it's it's probably like suge to be honest it's just it um that because i had heard that thing where he he Puck was thinking about leaving and that stuff or like the that, just, that or the the those people caught up to him like at the MGM, like yeah. the, the crypt, like yeah, they yeah. That, that's the most them. logical thing, but like, or the West Coast, East Coast thing. Somebody knew that that was Suge Knight's whatever. Yeah. I, if, I it, mean, if I wasn't gonna believe the Suge Knight thing, I'd possibly believe the yeah. government assassination thing. Yeah, and that, that's another yeah, very plausible fucking point because I mean, again, very powerful free thinker, and the yeah. government don't like that too much. There's so a many per, a person who's rising up in popular in. culture, getting a getting a money yeah. and voice that behind is. him that is tied to yeah. uh, the Black Panther Party and stuff like and that, especially one that not only preaches peace but has a powerful enough voice to have people riot and do violent things. Yeah, need yeah. be. I'm not saying that Tupac oh. is the voice of violence. I'm saying no. The, only the government likes to have that riot. power. Yeah. Somebody strong enough to have people rise up, but I guess that's anybody, whether it's in peaceful or a violent protest. Yeah, Pac had the ability to do both. That's what makes him scary to powerful people. But there's so many different factors and elements because I mean mm-hmm. he got involved with like gang shit too and stuff like that. Like that whole crypt thing. It could have been anybody. It could have been any fucking idiot trying to prove themselves and get themselves a name. Yeah. I'm the one who pop pop. Like it, it doesn't. Hey, there were so many different fucking factors in that, but I believe yeah. heavily over the Suge thing more than I believe that he is alive. Yeah, because it's like, wow, I'm I'm about to miss out on possible millions, billions of dollars. How do I keep this? You kill him, then you get to keep the rights. Yeah. Hey, is there a conspiracy for um, Selena? <laughs> yeah, oh shit! Probably. That's that'd be a good one to do. That would be a good one for next. Yeah, she was. I don't know about a conspiracy about her, but uh, there probably is one. But she was killed by the the head of her fan club. Yeah, one of her friends. Oh, yeah. Fuck. That would be a good one. I got I got final thoughts. If you want to wait for Matthews. Uh no, we can do Matthews live. No, Casey, you don't have final thoughts. I do. Oh, okay. I personally don't believe Tupac's alive. It'd be amazing if he was, because you know. How different the rap game would be right now. If you just show back, he just dropped dropped a surprise album. He knows, like, here I'm back. (laughs) And I'm back. I don't see that happening. What I believe more is the FBI killed him and Biggie just to end the East Coast, West Coast beef. But, uh, 
He comes back. He's like, Even can't believe he that I'm back for this. You don't help Ukraine, and that's blasphemous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly hire funny. you had Trump from Home Alone in there. That's hazardous. But then you, had, <laughs> but then you had Biden, and these gases ridiculous. That's pretty fucking good, man. That's so funny. <laughs> That shit was hella funny. No, but I, I I don't think he's out there. And even if he was out there and he disappeared for whatever reason and he was in hiding for this long, I was like, I just thought that he had nothing to gain from coming out of this, you know? That's basically putting a target back on his back from whatever he was running from or hiding from in the first place. This is going to put him right back out there, you know? So no, if he was he... hiding, there was no reason for him to be... uh you know, for him to make an appearance unless that's the reason why he was hopping countries is yeah. to start over. It's because people recognize him like, Oh, it's, it's Pac. Pac's back motherfucker. And, uh, as soon as the and internet. then they're like, Oh, he's like, Oh shit. Now I got to go fucking make a new life in a new fucking country. Here I go. But that's why like, uh, like some of the conspiracies, like, Oh yeah, there was someone who looked like Tupac, but he didn't have tattoos. I feel like you would, that'd be one of the first things that you try to get removed was your tattoos. Those are all distinguishing marks, you know, that, yeah. uh, that people would be able to easily identify this man from, or but, that uh, man's, uh, nose ring that very few can pull off. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not saying it's impossible that he's alive or that he had the money or means to do it. I'm just, I just don't think he made it out of this one. I think he got lit up on that fucking car. It was bad luck. If that cop never hemmed him up, they probably would have been fine. If the cop would have arrested him, they probably would have been fine. But they they actually got let go for once, and uh, this is what happens. <laughs> cut that cut that last part out. But uh, no uh, no. But like, if the cop didn't if the cop didn't stop him, or if the cop did stop him and actually arrested him on some bullshit charges, or say because they were driving with no license plate, then they he probably. Pac would have been alive, Imagine or unless this parallel was, universe, yeah, and unless this was actually orchestrated, and this like the cop was supposed to stop that guy, like stop Tupac and fucking Chug while they were driving to give them that extra couple minutes for that other car to pull up to be oh, able to pull off that assassination. I, maybe. I don't that. know. That that yeah, would like, make sense to delay the traffic long enough for them to meet up on Flamingo Lane or whatever the fuck. It's a road, but yeah, it's yeah, uh Don't try to correct <laughs> me, all right? Don't case explain this to me, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's that that'd be a cool conspiracy. Well, not cool because it's fucked up. Someone who was fucking immaculate died, but like if that was the reason, it's because they uh they uh that cop had to stop him for so long. Like that cop didn't know the reason why he was stopping. It's like, Oh yeah. Stop this fucking car coming down the way. And he stops him, you know? And then, uh, but the real reason was it was just to stop him long enough just to put their, their assassin in point of the target, you know? I don't know, but I don't, I don't believe that. I believe that they died. I believe that that might've happened. You know, I believe that might've orchestrated that way. The that's thing you're what, not considering about, about that is that stop, whether it happened or not, they could have been being followed and they just pulled in the white car, just pulled into a fucking parking lot, waited for the traffic stop to be done and, and then fucking and continued, fucking on, continued their on their way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, like uh, we, we, don't, we don't, they could have been like, we're, we're about, about to blast, blast them, them and then fuck, fuck, are they getting pulled over? 
shit, shit you know and, you then, know, so and then so just they just pull into a parking lot and they wait you know what i mean and then they see him drive away and they're like well let's let's get this done then you know yeah i could it could have easily been anything uh matthew matthew uh what are you what are your uh what are your thoughts about the the tupac conspiracy uh what do you got on us Shit, sorry, because my constant bounce between physical and digital reality, I have found myself suffering from withdrawals when away from the mainframe, or as I call it, the Madoverse. What don't <laughs> like the name? Well, kiss my automated anal data leakage. Anyways, back on topic, well, shy it I am, not even sure, really. It's a mystery best solved by the new and improved Scooby-Doo and gang. The woke one. Is it just me or does this new Velma series seem a little off? I don't know, maybe because it lacks a sexy dog. Call me old-fashioned, <laughs> but I love a good old tale about a boy, his dog, and censored zoophilia. <laughs> well, Matthew, that was a, very, uh, <laughs> a good take. Thank you for your input, Matt. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> My God, what have I done? What I believe to be the next step in an evolutionary vacation spot slash rebirth from the shackles of our fleshy hell has now become a prison within my own mind. Echoing my thoughts in a well-grammared female voice. Am I automated? Is the next step eradicating the human mind altogether? The only thing that keeps me sane is grasping onto the most important things from my humanity. Friends, family, the way people with turrets scream homophobic slurs to the world. <laughs> Thank you for contributing to the call of our collective conscience known as the Conspiracy Outpost. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I, I wish it would have paused more. It's like friends, family, the, uh, the way people with Tourette, <laughs> Tourette scream homophobic slurs to the world. 